day to you, fine podcast listeners, and welcome back to the Oklahoma Today podcast, bringing you the best our state has to offer. This week, we're blasting off with the folks behind Liberty Fest in Edmond, which is celebrating its 50th year as one of the top July 4th destinations in the country. But first, our question of the week, we asked you, what is your favorite cold treat to beat the heat? Uh, first up this week, Nathan, uh, Editor-in-Chief Nathan Gunner. Uh, oh, I guess I My favorite cold treat for beating the heat is turning on my microphone when it's my turn to speak. Uh, my second favorite is probably a strawberry shake of the Brahms or Paddy Wagon variety. Yeah. Like when the strawberries are fresh and they're in a shake, that's hard to beat. Mm-hmm. I yeah, agree. That's pretty good stuff. How about uh, y'all? Uh, there's a, uh, by the way, there is a great peach shake uh, oh. at the uh, uh, Burrito Grill. In Blanchard. Blanchard. Yes. Oh, location yes. of my favorite niece oh, and nephew. Place. That's right. Okay. They, they have right. a little, they've got a, some peach trees out back, okay. so they get fresh peaches. Good to know. Uh, managing editor Carly Ibarra. I'm so glad that you asked this question, Greg, because I <laughs> love talking about my favorite ice treat, which is iced coffee. I drank one this morning. Oh, good. I've Answer. been drinking like 32 ounces of iced coffee a day. It's great. I feel like I'm flying all the time. <laughs> Can I make a quick note about our episode? Uh, listeners, if you hear some some camera going off in the back, our friend Lori Duckworth, photographer extraordinaire, is photographing us as we podcast. So that's Award-winning photographer. Award-winning photographer Lori, Lori Duckworth <laughs> uh, is taking photographs of it. While we, ASME award-winning. ASME yes. award-winning. Yes. American Society of Magazine Editors award-winning photographer Lori Duckworth is here uh, taking photos of us while we podcast. So that's what you're hearing. Continue on with the story of, of sweet, delicious things. Photo editor Megan Rossman. What's your uh, sweet treat? Um, Favorite frozen treat, I guess. I like those Mexican drinks that I can't remember what they're called. They're made with fruit. Agua oh, fresca. From, Agua yeah, fresca. Thank great. you. Yes, yeah. those are really great, but I don't drink them very much. We should go to Crudulandia. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. or somewhere. Fruit yeah. is very hydrating right now. It is. I yeah. mean, it's hydrating all the time, but you should get extra hydration at the moment. <laughs> Research editor, Ben Lucian. So there's a... Uh, a regional favorite treat, and I'm not sure if you all have heard of it. It's called uh, ice water in a mason jar, and it's just magical. <laughs> like seriously, Honestly, I don't know. I'm here for it. Yeah, I don't it's know what thing. it is about yeah. the water ice plus mason jar mm-hmm. at, in the summertime, but it is it's uh, a next level. Thing. It's yeah. drinking out of the glass. I think is a big so. a big part of it. So. Just the glass versus so. plastic yeah. experience. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's there's some science behind it. <laughs> I feel like there's I'm some sure. science that says not to do this. But can I add drinking out of the hose? Oh, wow. After yeah. you're done, like, mowing the lawn or something? That's uh, good stuff. The, that, that is what turns you into an Oklahoman, I think. I think so. I think <laughs> so. What about you, Greg? Uh, I uh, uh, This is the time of year when I like to break out my favorite uh, alcoholic drink recipe, which mm. is called a Leland Palmer, uh, <laughs> named after the uh, psychotic father from Twin Peaks, uh, who was quite an alcoholic, and uh, it's it's basically an alcoholic version of an Arnold Palmer. Okay. So uh-huh. sweet tea vodka and uh, limoncello, and Ooh, oh my gosh, that just, good. it's a delight. That uh, sounds really good. We, we had a lot of uh, really great answers. Answers. Uh, Ashley Dawn, who did our cover for oh, the... Oh, July-August uh, cover, our uh, uh, Bell Star cover. Yes. Yeah. Um, she said that uh, she should be getting stock in HTO because she's drinking it so oh much. Oh, my gosh. Right. Every time I, there's not one near me, but there's one near my parents' house. Every time I go, there's like nine HTO. What is oh, there's HTO? one on, tw- on 23rd Street now. It's oh, a, my. It's an iced tea dear restaurant. Uh-huh. They have yeah, like a million different kinds of My problem is tea. that they have the shape of Texas in their logo, and so I well, just can't. Yeah. Huh. 
I just can't. It's just iced tea? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, they, I think like they have, get, like, some pastries and stuff, yeah. too. It's, like, but right? it's, like, all packaged. It's it's almost like a convenience store inside, mm-hmm. but, but the only drink is iced tea. Mm-hmm. Okay. In various Strange. flavors and iterations. It's very yeah. sweet, Megan. You would yeah. probably like it. Yeah. <laughs> I probably yeah. would. Uh, Shelly Scoville said that she's all about snow cones this time mm-hmm. of year. Oh, yeah. Uh, Katie, Robert, Katie Roberts McBurnett uh, agrees, and she says she's always looking for those tiny street vendors for the absolute best Ooh, ones. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you always like to see a, a shack that Can has I say been thrown up. It, at, uh, there's a proud tradition at 36th and May in my neighborhood, Northwest 36th and May in Oklahoma City, of Shimmer which I highly recommend if you're in the, if you're on that corner go away from the Starbucks go toward the shimmers see there's a uh, in in Edmond uh, at second and Santa Fe I think is where shivers is oh also, clever also okay <laughs> uh, our own podcast producer Bridget Sloan weighed in and she said frozen strawberries oh, which, good answer good. Bridget oh, yeah. good answer and, and I just want to say almost any frozen berry yeah. is perfect mm-hmm. grapes nice. are really really good frozen mm-hmm. grapes are an amazing especially cotton candy I was about grapes. to say cotton yes. candy grapes frozen, frozen. Oh. so them. good yeah. <laughs> yeah they're kind of expensive like but they're worth it <laughs> yeah uh, Diane Doty who is living the high life said ice cream I just I love mean, the duh, it's like, right? yeah. of course uh, Mary Ellen Thompson Cromwell uh, gets hers with a side of caffeine with an iced vanilla caramel latte uh, lots lots of sugar in that one mm-hmm. uh, and both Jackie Harrison and Karen Sue Uthier are treating themselves to that most expensive of summer delicacies Air conditioning. That's a good one. That That's was a good one. My first thought. Uh, I did. We like. There's a. There's also the like post mowing the lawn beer. Oh, right. Yes. Which I found. I found the apex. The like platonic ideal of post mowing the lawn beer, and it's Stone Cloud Light. Really. Stone Cloud Brewing here in Oklahoma City. They have a light beer. It's like a Miller Light, but it's better. See, I, yeah, it's uh, like the perfect lawn mowing beer. There is a uh, brewery out of Texas uh, called St. Arnold's, mm. and they have a Kolsch style Ooh, called uh, called Fancy Lawnmower. Okay, and that is and that the entire point was they wanted a beer That's that funny. was just so smooth, best served cold, mm-hmm. so you could just drain one after. That's what ball. Stone Cloud has done with their light, and I recommend it. Uh, and then uh, oh, shout out sorry, to Doug Thompson who gets his frozen treat in the savory way with pickle pot. Huh. I'd try it. Yeah. yeah. I'd try it. I don't know that I would enjoy it, but I'd try it. Good, gotta... Apparently really good for runners. Because you replace that. the yeah, electrolytes, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh. yeah. All right. Let's, Makes uh, sense. Let's talk to Terry Officer with Liberty Fest in Edmond. And now we are very pleased to welcome in the president of Liberty Fest and the chairman of the Kite Fest uh, event, uh, Mr. Terry Officer. Terry, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I know this is not part of the program, but do I need to click on got it? No. Yes. You're you're good. I oh. mean you can. You don't have to, but you can. <laughs> Whatever okay, you want. Because your your face is gone. <laughs> oh. Well, that's actually not a bad thing. Okay. Yeah, trust me, the less you have to see our faces, the happier a man you're going to be. That's right. I know. I already (laughs) feel happy. Well, uh, so Terry, tell me a little bit about your history with Liberty Fest. Uh, I saw, I think 2005, you were were president back then, too. Started in 2003. Wow. My first time as president was in 2003. And since then, I've been president 11 or 12 times. I started with Liberty Fest in 1990 with the Kite Festival. That was the first year of the Kite Festival and uh, 32 years ago. And so I was not 
one of the leaders of the Kite Festival then, or chairman or whatever, but uh, was one of the one of the attendees there, one of the old time kiters. So tell us, tell us a little bit for those of for those of us who haven't flown a kite in a minute. Um, tell us a little bit about the kite festival and what we might what we might expect to see there. Okay, well, you're going to see kites first of all that you've never seen before. Some awfully big ones, like uh, the last time last year we had a a 50 foot. I I'm going to say blue whale. Only he was black. Uh, <laughs> he's a solid black whale, and uh, he's really more of a windsock than a kite. <laughs> we have we have kites. We have kites that we fly called pilot kites or lifter kites that on some of the big kites like that, they don't fly that well without a lifter and it helps lift them off of the ground. Mm -hmm. We had a hawk that was better than 30 feet tall last year and a three dimensional, oh a three dimensional hawk. And so we'll, you'll see four line kites, two line kites, single line, a lot of single line kites. And then you'll see literally probably 50 to 100 to 150 of little kids kites because we give kids not not discriminating on age. I've had uh, I had one guy last year that said he was 82 and he said, can I have a kite, too? And so, sure, we gave him a kite. So we'll have kites for for kids of all ages, small ones, not big ones like the whale or whatever. <laughs> but, uh, we'll have uh, small kites that we'll give each kid that comes and wants a kite to fly. That is awesome. That sounds like so much guys- fun. And two, we will have a kite vendor that's coming in from Wichita, Kansas. They've been with us the last five or six years, and they will be selling kites. So so you'll see kites anywhere from a 50-foot whale to, you know, two or three or four feet across or whatever that they'll have for sale uh, if you want to buy a new kite. And And the quality on their kites is a little better than just the regular kites. I think that I am now out of excuses not to take up kiting. So. <laughs> so what else can we expect at Liberty Liberty Fest this year? It sounds like it's going to be a really good time. Now at Liberty Fest, you're you're ready for me to say oh, yeah. to Liberty Fest. Well, we're going to start this Friday with the rodeo. We'll have the rodeo here up on North Kelly, 300 block North Kelly in Edmond. And uh, the rodeo will run Friday and Friday evening and Saturday and Saturday evening. And then the car show will will start Saturday morning, the 25th at about eight o'clock in Hafer Park here in Edmond. And expect to see between 100 and 200 vintage and well, just all flavors of, of cars. It's a big car show and it's shady. It's in a shady park. So you're not out in a parking lot with the sun, you know, baking the top of your head. That's uh, nice. The, the kite festival will start kind of when we get ready. Okay. We've got things ready to go, but it'll start somewhere between you know, 9 and 10 o'clock Saturday morning. I got to say, I love that laid back vibe. It'll start when we're ready for it to start. <laughs> it's a weekend. It's a holiday. Like, we're don't get too excited. <laughs> We're kiters, you know, we depend on the wind and the weather and whatever. And and so I can tell you the kite fest will start at 930. But if there's no wind, 
it's going to start at 11 yeah. or 1 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Whenever we get some wind, you know, and so. It'll be worth the wait. It'll be worth it. And, uh, and, and I always say you're bound to be, if you walk around and look at things, you're bound to see a kite that you're going to say, I've never seen one like that before, because we always have some of those kind of kites there. And, and even I, after 40 or 50 years of playing with kites, will see a kite or two that I've never seen the likes before. And so not unlike the car show, We'll have kites and kite flyers. We'll have people there to help you fix a kite if you bring a broken one, uh, help you learn to fly one like you've never flown before, you know, and, and give you advice on string to use and th that sort of thing. There's a lot more in, into kite flying than a lot of people realize. Yeah. Bring your, but bring bring children. The kite festival literally it it as an anecdotal matter it it tickles me at how many parents will come up with a two-year-old that they're carrying and we give the two-year-old a kite and you look out on the field and five minutes later the two-year-old is running around <laughs> parents are flying the kite that's right <laughs> it's still fun i don't care if you're 30 or you're 50 or you're older than 70 like me you know so we like playing with kites i love that i love that you're never too young to be a kid right or you're never too old that's, to be a kid that's never and you get more that way as you get older speaking <laughs> we'll move on though with liberty fest um the next event with liberty fest will be thursday june 30th and that will be a concert on the uco campus patriotic music with uh, 30 or 40 or more band and orchestra members that Dr. Lamb rounds up. He's the head of the music department at UCO. And uh, I guess roundup is a good phrase. But anyway, we they'll get together for some really good music and uh, and and really get you standing up and whatever. And then that's Thursday the 30th on Friday. I'm trying to think here. Hang on just a second. Um, well, it looks, looks our fest is Saturday will be the next event. That's okay. what my son Josh is in charge of. And he does the park fest and it'll be from about 1230 till three o'clock in Mitch Park. That's up in Northwest Edmond and actually just around the corner from where the kite fest is okay. but he'll have park fest and there'll be all kinds of the the bouncy things and whatever for the kids to play with free watermelon as long as it lasts yep so old-fashioned watermelon just like we used to have oh fun the remote possibility of uh the little cups of ice cream oh nice <laughs> last year and so we were hoping to maybe have a few of those to give away this year. So it's just kind of a couple of hours, three hours of fun and play in the park. And that'll be on Saturday, the 2nd of July. Sunday, we have the uh, road rally. And the road rally is like, uh, uh, let's see, it's um, I keep thinking of what we call It's like a scavenger hunt. That's the phrase I'm looking for. Oh, that sounds like fun. A scavenger hunt on wheels. And so you're given a sheet of directions to follow and whatever, and you drive around looking for different things. They give some great prizes, and it's designed this year not to last too long because of gas prices and whatever. Much appreciated. 
but you will, yeah, you will see a lot of Edmund and, uh, and, and it's, I, I know I've, I've got a younger brother that uh, hardly ever misses it. He's been doing it for 20 or 25 years oh, and, cool. and, and enjoys the heck out of it. And then that's Sunday, July the 3rd. And it, and it kicks off at, I'll give them a little plug at Earl's rib on South Broadway here in Edmond. That's the parking lot they use to kick off the road rally. Nice. Then uh, Monday the 4th, they'll start off with a Liberty Sprint, it's called. And it's, it's a brand new event this year. And it's going to start off at Ayers. And uh, it's going to start off at Ayers and Broadway. I thought they said Bryant here, but it's Broadway. And, and it's literally more or less the mile and a quarter of the parade route. Oh, so it's just a short thing, and it's going to kick off right before the parade starts, and hopefully they will get out of the way because <laughs> when the parade that's, starts, nothing stops the parade. You know, that's so. why I'm not gonna. That's why I'm not gonna run in it. I'm just gonna watch from the sidelines because if I ran in it, the parade would just run me directly over. Well, and I'll tell you what, it goes all the way from running to walking to even even baby carriages oh, and cool. being pushed are are welcome to join in the Liberty Sprint. So I love that. You know what I think is cool, Terry, as you've been describing all of this, I think it's really neat how the whole community kind of pitches in here. There's just stuff. It's not just in one place and it's not just at one time, but there's businesses and areas of town all over Edmond that are participating in this. And I think that's really great. Do you guys feel that? Do you feel that the whole town really, uh, this is something that everybody looks forward to and really is excited about? Yes. And see the, the whole Liberty Fest, the whole committee, is uh is volunteer uh i'm president i've never gotten paid a dime for for any of that in in the 32 years um and most of the events are free to to either see or to enter or to be in a couple of them that's my clock <laughs> but uh anyway a couple of them have fees they charge because they give uh prizes and whatever and it's something to to purchase prizes but after after the sprint as you can already tell the parade will follow and the parade this year is going to have a flyover of uh the old uh some of the old antique bombers and whatever oh, neat. Uh, uh is it the maybe maybe I, I could be wrong on this but maybe the rebel the rebel air force or i think they come in from out of tulsa Okay. Or they used to anyway, and uh, and so we'll have that. That's a hard thing to work out too to get them to to come in. But they're we're planning on them being here, and so the parade will start at about eight forty-five at the campus library, and it'll reach downtown about nine o'clock, and continue going until everybody has marched through the parade, and then we'll end up the fourth of July somewhere around 9 30 in the evening just just before dark and uh at uh really close to hayford park again where the car show is we'll have the uh, fireworks and for the first time ever this year we're going to have uh, we're going to have uh, a small drone show we've never had a lighted drone show before and so it's special for this year. Oh, uh, neat. I've always and, wanted to see one of those. I've seen them on YouTube, too. but I've never actually gotten to see one. I'm really excited. 
I've seen one on TV here about three or four weeks ago, and they had like 120 drones. And uh, and uh, the, the, it was just fascinating watching. It only lasts 10 or 15 minutes because that's all their batteries last. Sure. In the drone. But I think we may we may be having somewhere more around 25 or 30 drones. I'm not sure the, the number yet, but uh Anyway, we'll have a, a drone, a lighted drone show to start off, and then and then the fireworks will continue the the rest of the show uh, somewhere around nine forty five, uh, the fourth of July, and and we'll have a full a full thirty or forty five minutes of show so of, of fireworks, and it's and I've watched them for years and years now, and ruined my eardrums, I think, but. <laughs> But in any case, I've watched them and and I've never watched one of the fireworks shows that I didn't say afterwards. There was something that I hadn't ever seen before, you know, so they they uh, the person in charge of the chairman of fireworks always comes up with something, something a little bit new or different, you know, for the show. So expect it. Yeah. But that'll end uh, that'll end Liberty Fest for 2022 with a spectacular drone and fireworks show. That's exciting. 50 years is a really uh, a long time. And, and Liberty Fest has only grown in popularity. Uh, a few years ago, you guys were named one of the uh, top July 4th destinations by USA Today. Um, one of the top 10. Yes. Yeah. 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 In the country, I uh, that's the way I understood it anyway. We were named one of the top 10 to see. Yeah. In correct. The yeah. And well, so we, and try, we try to do that every year. We have missed one year in 50 years, and that was 2020. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we all missed everything oh. in 2020. <laughs> Everybody missed 2020. Uh, exactly. Like you're saying. But, uh, we all took the year off. We we had to we had to miss it. Uh, every everything else was shut down too, and uh, and so it the city council went along with our decision, and we went along with theirs, and we said we'll just make it bigger and better in 2021, and and we started building from there because we knew 2022 was going to be the 50th, and so we we've been building on it for over a year trying to come up with things that'll be bigger and better than uh, than we've ever had before. So, oh, and we're, we've got a display getting ready to open in the museum here in town, too. Uh, it's an old armory building, but it's a museum. And and I talked with the director this morning and uh, they're continuing to work on the Liberty Fest display. Awesome. That's uh, like Fifth and Boulevard, right? It's right. Can I say hideaway pizza? You can. That's Absolutely. Totally fine. One of our favorite we, things we've said say. it. We've said it many times on here. <laughs> yeah. And visited, you know, I've even got a son that that works there every Saturday and has for 23, oh, awesome. 23 years. He's been there, but uh, not at the same hideaway, but with hideaway. But uh, anyway, it's kind of the armory is across the street from 501. That's a restaurant and, yeah. and hideaway and and whatever. And so it's it's a small museum, but they have a lot of stuff in there. And they've been working for weeks now on a display that will will honor Liberty Fest and the 50 years of Liberty Fest. That's exciting. I'm going to go see it around lunchtime since there's all that really good food. Yeah, there you go. absolutely. Right up there. Yeah. And there's more. 
I think there's <laughs> another restaurant or two right there. Oh, there's a bunch. One of our favorites, Tamashi Ramen's over That's right. there. It's one of yeah. the most delicious parts of Edmond. Yeah. Um, and isn't there a chicken place kind of across the street? Yes, Nashburg. Uh, there is. That's Nashburg's yeah. right there. Yeah. It's a wonderful, you go. It's a wonderful so, little part of town. If you're talking food, you can go visit the museum several days this week and, <laughs> That's your right. and, and have your lunch, too. So I like your salesmanship skills, sir. <laughs> Thank you. You're good at that. Well, yep. uh, so <laughs> listeners, uh, absolutely put it on your calendar. Liberty Fest uh, has already begun, actually began uh, last month with a with a flag uh, retirement ceremony. But but a lot of the fun is still yet to come. And you can find out a lot more information at LibertyFest.org. Uh, they've got directions for everywhere you're going to go and all the information you need in case there's uh, tickets or or uh, or registration or anything like that. Uh, Terry, thank you so much for for taking the time with us and and telling us a little bit more about Liberty Fest. And we hope that uh, all of our listeners can get out and enjoy one of the biggest and best July 4th celebrations, uh, not just in the state, but but really in the country. Yeah, right. And and we welcome one and all. I mean, uh, you know, you don't have to be from Edmond to come and join us. Uh, we get people in. I, I'll have kiters there from as far away as Wichita, Tulsa, Dallas, Fort Worth area. Uh, there'll be kiters there and whatever at the Kite Fest. Here I am still putting in a plug for Kite Fest. <laughs> but it is my favorite event, you know. So uh, anyway, and the Park Fest is going to be there uh, for for smaller kids and whatever. But but we have an awful lot of adults that enjoy cold watermelon, too. So <laughs> I, I do every year. July without watermelon it just is there you go yeah yeah the fourth of july without ice cream and watermelons wouldn't be the same so it it would be like it'd be like not having fireworks it just wouldn't be right yeah and (laughs) and and that's kind of just as a real quick antidote when we started i wasn't at i was old enough to be here I, i had graduated college but in 72 when liberty fest kicked off with two or three of the town's founding fathers deciding we needed something to celebrate the 4th of July. It literally started off with a parade that started about a mile south of uh, Main Street, uh, 15th and Broadway, and a a small parade with probably 30 or 40 entries and uh, a dance that evening in downtown Edmond. The dance, I'll tell you the whole story on the dance, but it, it went went out fairly quickly. It didn't <laughs> a dance in downtown Edmond. Uh, and we'll see a couple of other things, maybe a little band uh, playing some music. And then they decided we've got to do this annually. And so back in 72, uh, they took up some of their own money and whatever and and got things going in a fireworks show and and whatever. And so we've had a lot of things going over the last 50 years and we have no plans to quit. That's right. I love to hear it. That's awesome. Terry, listeners, thank you again. Yeah. And uh, and listeners, uh, please do visit LibertyFest.org for, for all that info. And we'll see you guys out there. Thank you. Thank you very thank much. Thank you, Sherry. Mm-hmm. All right. It is now time to once again plumb the depths of TravelOK.com's calendar for weekly pod events. And first up this week is Ben. Well, snozberries may taste like snozberries, but the huckleberries at the Huckleberry Festival in Jay must taste like a little bit of everything, given that there are more than 33 individual events packed into this five-day-long celebration of everyone's favorite wild-growing shrub fruit. 
Does the Miss Huckleberry slash Miss Delaware County pageant sound like something you'd be interested in seeing? Well, head to Bulldog Arena 7 p.m. Thursday. Would you like to observe the Huckleberry Volleyball Tournament? Must be hard to keep your eye on that tiny berry as it's flying through the air. <laughs> anyway, it starts at 6 p.m. Friday. Saturday is when the festival really gets in the full swing. We've got some major events going on. We're talking uh, an all-day game of Name That Show Tune at the local homeland, a frog jump at 9 a.m., a parade at 10, a pie auction at 10.30. I'm really excited about this next one. Huckleberry milkshakes beginning at 11, a root beer chug at 1 p.m., a hot dog eating contest at 2, the Huckleberry Festival Rodeo at 7, and of course, the Huckleberry 5K, which I didn't even know they could walk. <laughs> All of this is not even to mention the fair and carnival attractions throughout the day. The fun continues with Huckleberry Arts and Crafts and the Green Country Giggers Light and Fireworks Parade on Sunday and concludes Monday with the opening of the City Pool and free gospel and country music at Jay Park. So I don't mean to Huckleberry hound you all, but you really got to get out there for this very exciting festival, one of the state's best. If I give if I gave you every little detail of this event, we'd be here for another hour at least. But the good news is you can visit jchamber.com and click on the community events tab for all the information you seek. Are you Huckleberry finished? I'm Huckleberry completed. <laughs> I have actually been to that. It's say, really you, yeah. uh, it's really fun. When he mentioned the milkshakes, I thought of you cuz uh-huh. you said that was like a highlight. I did. I yeah. had one of the milkshakes. You got to get in line early for it though yeah. because every I mean there's a ton of people there. Yeah. So I'm most excited. There's a root beer chug followed immediately after by a hot dog eating contest, <laughs> mm-hmm. which seems like Makes sense the to good me. people of Jay are really sadists. <laughs> I want, I'm, I'm all about that pie auction. Yes. Mm-hmm. Give me that pie. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of, what's uh, what's your event this week, Nate? Oh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's actually a really good one because I love the 4th of July. It's a really fun holiday. Uh, and if you're looking for a weekend-long road trip to celebrate, do you know that our country is turning 246 years old this year, by the way? 246. Wow. Doesn't look a year over a 1,000. Uh, may I point you in the direction, if you want to celebrate our country turning 246, which why wouldn't you, may I point you in the direction of Grand Lake of the Cherokees, where one of the state, I'm sorry, Grand Lake O the Cherokees, where one of the state's most famous fireworks shows has drawn visitors from miles around for decades. It's a great fireworks show at Grand Lake. But if a fireworks show isn't quite enough of a reason to hang an entire road trip on, may I suggest you expand your itinerary to include the Arts, Crafts, Music, and Cajun Festival in Grove. Groove to the sounds of Cajun bands while you wander among vendors selling everything from Native American jewelry to chicken and sausage jambalaya, and I mean everything in between. So even the, so if there's like a, a Native American jewelry to jambalaya spectrum, you're going to find everything like, like that lies along. Like the six degrees yeah, exactly. of Kevin Bacon, yeah. but, but leading to yes. jambalaya. Yeah, yeah, but jambalaya is one of them, yeah. Um, so it's going to be really fun. There's going to be a ton of, it's a, such a family-friendly event. Even though Grove isn't known for its bayous, you can find the bayou in your own heart at this one-of-a-kind family-friendly 4th of July celebration. Admission is $5 for adults and kids 12 and under get in for free. Visit GrandLakeFestivals.com for more info. All right. Megan, what's your event this week? No pain, no gain. Pain is beauty. Suffering is a short pain and a long joy. The pain of yesterday is the strength of today. You'll want to internalize a few of the world's many motivational quotes about pain before you head to Stillwater for the tour of pain bike ride on July 2nd. (laughs) 
Cyclists can choose from 16, 34, 62, or 101 mile routes through the scenic landscape of Payne County as they test their endurance to combine strenuous physical activity and Oklahoma's godless summer temperatures. <laughs> For more information, visit nodroptours.com. Wow, that sounds hardcore. That sounds yeah. hardcore. Anyone going on some kind of long stretch bicycle ride on this time of year July, on July yeah. 2nd is not brave. Yeah. Braver than I. I'm not someone I understand. <laughs> Carly, what's your event this week? Um, so this might come as a shock to some of the people in the room here, but I love dogs. Uh, I love them very much. I love all dogs. I love fat dogs. I love tall dogs. I love dogs with long noses and dogs that can't breathe. She even loves my dog, and that is a tall freaking order. <laughs> I do love Fred. She's so sweet. Um, but I will say it's really nice to see dogs that are kind of like at the apex of their abilities. Dogs that have lived up to their potential, I guess you would say. So, naturally, I love the Summer Canine Olympics. It's one of the best times of the year. And it's coming up June 29th through July 3rd at Oklahoma State Fair Park. Uh, you can see obedience, rally, which I found out is when an owner goes through kind of an obstacle course with their dog and they have to com complete obedience things along the way, which sounds really cool. Uh, tricks, obviously, set work, lore coursing, uh, weight pulling, agility, barn hunting, and dock diving. And these dogs, some of these dogs are going to be very impressive. Uh, this one dog named Delbert, an Alaskan Malamute, pulled 5,400 pounds on the weight pulling challenge. And they like hook a cart up to them. That's a lot of weight for a dog to pull. So it, they might not be quite as, as impressive at Oklahoma City, but you're probably going to see some dogs do some really cool things. And admission is free for you and your canine friend, but you have to bring them on a leash. The the the, the ones that move, the leashes, mm. the flexi leashes, yeah, those are not allowed. Um, so go to OKSummerCanineOlympics.com for more information. And yeah, you should definitely go to that. You have to like qualify or can like just any random. Maybe this is the qualifier. They do have yeah. qualifiers at the event. Oh, okay. So you so can you come can... early and see what your dog can qualify. Some okay. of them have already competed in other events leading up to that point, but other okay. ones are just any dog that, that qualifies. Yeah, I just, I wondered if it was, you know, if we're going to see some really foolish, embarrassing dogs. I hope so. I mean, this. maybe. Those I mean, are, I don't hope so. Probably get but, out yeah. the but you know, there's always, there's always snafus, you know, there's yeah. always dogs that do weird stuff. <laughs> The, what was the what was the uh, uh, the Weimaraner in Best in Show that got disqualified from the from the show at the end? Did he did he poop on them? Uh, no, she like jumped on the judge or something. I don't remember. <laughs> oh no, was, yes, yeah. yes, I remember that. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So maybe it'll be like that. I, I'm wondering if we're going to see some dog horses coming from out of nowhere and to win the whole thing. Probably, yeah. Some some Great Danes, some Marmadukes <laughs> yes. coming. Yeah. Um, hey, can I make one more cool note about this episode? Yes. Sitting right over there is our new intern, Cooper Marshall. What's up, Cooper? Say hi. What's up? There we go. Yep. <laughs> He's a good dude. All right, cool. All right. Well, for my event this week, uh, I, I've got some some big news. We always like to break news here on the Oklahoma Today podcast. And this time, it is that the heated Just Can't Wait Awards uh, are here. And uh, we actually have a tie between Bixby and Vanita, who have both made it clear that the 4th of July is just too far away. <laughs> so they're holding their firework shows on July 1st. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> the Bixby Freedom Celebration takes place in Bentley Park and features food trucks, a junior firefighter challenge, and, of course, 
a massive group of colorful explosions in the sky. And the Venita, Venita, sorry, fireworks show. I've only been living here most of my life. Venita. Yes, I know. Um, it, you know, yeah. <laughs> phonics worked for you. It did. Yeah. Uh, it's held at the Venita High School football field and includes live music and that fun small town atmosphere. Plus, yes, a variety of powdered metal bombs being detonated midair in celebration of freedom. For even more fireworks shows, do yourself a favor and head to travelok.com's calendar, which is absolutely chock full of fireworks shows in your area. <laughs> and the sound of the crowd going, ooh, means that the Oklahoma Today podcast is coming to a close. So join us again next week, or if you just can't get enough, head to oklahomatoday.com and pick up our latest issue on newsstands right now. You can send your feedback to OKTPod at travelok.com, and we'll talk to you again next week. The Oklahoma Today podcast is a production of Oklahoma Today magazine and the Oklahoma Tourism and Recreation Department. Your hosts are Oklahoma Today editors Nathan Gunner, Greg Elwell, Carly Ibarra, Megan Rossman, and Ben Lucian. Theme song editing and production held by Oklahoma Today's production manager, Bridget Sloan. For more information, visit oklahomatoday.com. Goodbye. Nice. How you doing, Meg? Just breathing. We don't usually record on Monday morning. Just breathing into the microphone. <laughs>